It can't be taught. It must be caught. So catch it on Cadre. Three, two, one. We're live with El Ray. El Ray is a fitness instructor at Lifetime Fitness. El Ray, that's an awesome name. Where'd you get that name? Um, it's actually my nickname my aunt gave me. So my full name is Alexis Ray, right? Well, that's a great name. Yeah, too. thank you. And my my family never called me that. They always called me Lexi Ray. Okay. So then by the time I was 17, I was rooming with two other Lexis. And I was like, oh, no. Really? Yes. So that's unusual. It is unusual. Where, where, where was this at when you were doing it? This was in Hawaii. Oh, you were a Hawaiian, yeah. Hawaiian person at the time. Yep. Yeah. Were you going to school there? Um, I was there on an internship with a church. Cool. Yeah. So it was it was a great time, but I was rooming in a small, in a um, trailer in a room with five other girls. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I just was like, well, call me what my aunt calls me, El Ray. And from 17 on, I've only been known as El Ray. So you owned El Ray. It's yeah. a great name. All right, so, so today you wake up, okay? Do you have a routine when you get up? I do. So I wake up and I actually go on my Bible app, look up the scripture of the day. Yep. And after I do that, I look more into it. I look at my hard copy of my Bible and I read the before and after of what says in the scripture of the day on the app. Wow. And then after I do that, whatever I'm thinking or whatever I have goals for the day, I'll write down in my journal, or sometimes I'll write in my journal. Um, so you go, you, you go to the journal early? Yes, yeah. Right, so you wake up this morning, you, you do your routine. What was the word or thought that hit you today? Today? Yeah. Peace. Peace. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean to you? You're going through this, you're kind of meditating, reflecting yeah. or something, and peace comes to you. What does it mean? So right now that means, so obviously I think most of us, our brains can get scattered of many different things. Sure. And peace to me right now is just organization and confidence that, you know, things are going to work out instead of going into all the what ifs ah. that our brain can get into. Oh, do you, do you, so you might get, do you, have, do you ever have anxiety? I do. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm asking. Okay. So, so. You, you set your standards and your routines in order to prevent the what ifs. Mm -hmm. So you go past it. Yep. Wow. That's really good. All right, so, so on a scale of one today, how do you feel? I feel pretty good today around a six or seven. Six um, or seven? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ever, ever at a 10? Um, yeah. I'm at a 10, mainly on vacations. You when you're know? on vacation, <laughs> yep. doing, doing your thing. Um, right, so if, you yeah. if you can vacation right now, where would you go? Anywhere in the world, where would you be? You know, I am a family gal, so probably where my family is right now in Florida. Whereabouts in Florida? I got a place Tampa. Well, so, cool. yeah. Do you go down there a lot then? I don't, but I'm planning on it. So what brought you here to so, Minnesota? Long story short, I was in California okay. and I was working for Lifetime Laguna Niguel as okay. a personal trainer. It's beautiful there. It's amazing. Yes. You love beautiful areas. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, and Brom saw that CEO of Lifetime, mm -hmm. um, saw me there and got introduced to him. He said that, hey, I have a camera crew out here. Why don't you come on and be in it? So I went to San Kimeni. Okay. Did a promo shoot. Sure. After we did that, I was pretty good 
at it and got brought up here to help with UltraFit. And so now I'm helping with the whole production of UltraFit and did a shoot just recently. That was lots of fun. Oh, so you're doing, a, you're, you're, you're like a, uh, a billboard for UltraFit. Yeah. You, you're the, a spokesperson for UltraFit. What is, what is UltraFit? So UltraFit is a high intensity interval training. Okay. So sprint training mixed in with core and balance on the floor. So actually to raise testosterone in men, there's only two ways is going high intensity, like sprint hardcore. intervals, hardcore. Um, most of the benefits of HIT people don't even get during HIT because they can't fully exert their all energy in just 15 seconds. That's how you're going to get that HGH production, that human growth hormone. Yeah. So you inspire people to go to that limit. I love it. Wow. And so this helps testosterone in men. Yes. What does it, what does it do for the gals? For the gals, um, so it does produce more muscle production okay. and which can raise your metabolism the more muscle mass you have and as women say they want that toned look which sure. is essentially just more muscle less fat which uh, helps that now is the class mostly men then no it's it's a i would say half and half wow uh, yeah. so, so uh, I, uh, a typical class how, how big is it no more than six so wow most of the time so it's a lot of hands-on very hands-on yeah but training yep how long does it last about 50 to 60 minutes that's a long time yeah all right so so i do a lot of hit and high intensity weight training which is pretty brutal mm -hmm. you, do, you do everything to i call it success they call it failure um so you, you train all out one set to that failure and that that helps a lot but you only want to be doing that maybe twice a week yeah here how often can you do this i would ultra? completely agree with what you just said in the sense of no more than once a week i would say for UltraFit, maybe even once every two weeks depending on the wow. person's goal so for me i think i could do it once to twice a week as because you're, 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 you're in shape yeah i would say i'm definitely conditioned to be able to push myself more as to of somebody that's just wanting to get moving you still, even though you want to get moving, I think everybody should keep moving forward, right? I, I agree with that. I, so, so newbies, can newbies jump in there? Because you'll you'll work with them. Yep. You'll work with them where their where their conditioning levels at. Yep. Wow, that sounds very interesting. Yeah. So give give me an give me an idea of the type of exercises that would you would throw at that. So. We go from, with the sprint intervals, we okay. go from a minute, 45, 30, to our last four 15-second sprints. Okay. But that's mixed in with back and forth from the floor to the tread. So you're, you're, it's an interval back and forth. Yes. Yeah. So it's you're, you're, you're going to mix it up. So you set up the bikes. They go from the bikes to the floor mm -hmm. to the bikes back and yep. forth. So the treadmill. Oh, the treadmill too. Yep. The treadmill. Uh, so we just do treadmill work and then we go on the floor and then we, ha I'll put them on a BOSU. So sure. a lot of one-legged things on BOSU. So you can get the burn. Yep. You can get the, the burn. Balance. Yep. And a lot of people. Stabilizers. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. How about people who have knee injuries? How do you work around that? Especially the Honestly, um, doing a lot of this balance work is going to help with knee issues because you're going to work a lot of tendons and ligaments and find, you know, spots that aren't firing. So, for example, I found out my left glute wasn't firing, firing. or working. And I yes. was like, well, no wonder I'm losing muscle mass in my left leg. Yeah, a lot of people, the, the glutes don't, they're big, strong muscles. A lot of people, they, they don't fire. No. So how do you, uh, how do you get them to fire? So a lot of mind-to-body connection, which... Okay. Um, UltraFit 
produces that um, neuromuscular connection. So you got to be really focused. Yes. For, which, for 50 minutes. Yes. And which most people, you have to be. I mean, you got to know where your feet are on that tread. And we incorporate a lot. If you're going on from the tread, I'll put you on the exercise ball, right? Sure. I'll have you sit on the exercise ball with your knees on it. Okay. And then you go into a kneeling position. And the purpose and reason of that is so that way you can think of engaging the back of your legs because most people don't know how to engage certain parts of the body. Correct. You know what? You know, I, I always say this, but I'm going to say it again. People pay attention because this, this podcast is called Catch It. And it's there's so much, and you got so much wisdom coming at them right now. So I say you have to catch it. We can't teach it. You got to catch it. So listen to every word Ellery is saying because you might catch one word, might be a paragraph, might be a segment. Catch it and do something with it can change your life. So that's what I I, I share with the folks out there. Right, so so let me ask you this: Why fitness? Why did you get into fitness? Well, long story short, I when I was younger, I had a lot of stomach pains, right? And by the time I was 14, 15, I went into the hospital and they found out after doing colonoscopy that I was allergic to most of the medicines that I was given to most of my life from the doctors. So, so you're getting medicines yes. from doctors mm -hmm. at an early age. Yes. And what were you diagnosed with? So that's still almost a question with for me and my family. Um, there was a lot of time they said that I was allergic to a something called Senna. Um, this is just part of one of the things which caused me to have what they said, hypersensitive nerves. So every time I ate, it was extremely painful. Um, really? It was hard to keep. Yeah. And it was it was pretty sad. I mean, I got down to 80 pounds to where any I remember we were going for a bike ride. When so you're I was, 80 pounds. How old are you right now? Mm -hmm. when I'm you, 23. When, no, wait, when, when this happened. When this happened. This happened. 13, 14, 15. All right, so you, you yeah. dropped down to 80 pounds. I got what would have been yeah. a what would have been an ideal weight at that time? So actually 13 and 14, I was mainly 130, 135. Okay. And that's a healthy weight. I'm naturally For your more height, muscular weight? and my height too. Okay, yes. what's your height right now? I'm five six. All right, five six, one thirty would yeah. be a good weight for you. Yes. And you, you you melted down to 80 pounds. Yes. And because of, the, of this thing called Senna nerve reaction. Uh, allergies to the medicines. Yeah. So there's this natural plant that is called senna. Okay. And it's a laxative. And I always had trouble going to the bathroom my okay, entire fiber, life. Fiber. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No matter what happened, I could, I was always extremely constipated. I mean, sometimes for an entire month. Wow. And it was extremely painful. And so no matter what we did, we could never find out why or what was going on. And my weight was just dropping tremendously to where by the time, yeah, I got to 15, I was 80 pounds at the height of 5'6". Wow. So that was skin and bones. I mean, I was riding a bike and my knees would swell up and bruise because I had no muscle or fat. So it was just bones I was just bouncing bone. around. It was bad. Why did you have brothers and sisters? I do. Did they have any issues? Most of my family has stomach issues with with that. Okay. Yeah. And so so they and so you were on before you hit fifteen and thirteen years of age. You were still diagnosed with Senna before that. Yeah. So I was just they just found out I was allergic to it um, through the colonoscopy, and then also all of the laxatives that the doctors kept giving me throughout oh. being a child. Yes. I was also allergic to. So it was 
kind of ripping so up my insides. You're being poisoned. Basically, yes. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. what was the turning point there? So the turning point was once I was in the hospital and we found out about that. I okay. mean, my family and me, we were pretty upset in the sense of, wow, you know, you go to the doctor hoping to get an answer and you're trusting them and you find that out is very heart-wrenching in a in a sense. And so, but you know, you just got to strive forward. That's what happens sometimes. And so- You, you dealt the hand. You got to yeah, play the hand. Yep. So you're playing the hand out. Mm -hmm. So- I was homeschooled most of my life, and through that, I was able to work through the summers, graduate high school at 16. Okay. Yep. And that's when I moved to Hawaii at so you 17. Gra you graduated early. Very early, yeah. And 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 you graduated, and you were going to school at the time, was that in, in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. In the Pittsburgh area? Yeah. All right, so, so, so you graduated, and then you went to Hawaii right after that? Yep. How long were you in Hawaii? Um, For about a, a year, a little less than a year. I interned at a church called Word of Life. Okay. Yep, and that was great. That was a lot of fun. So what was what was the draw there? So so you're you're, you're how much you weigh then? Eighty pounds, right right around that time. So I gained actually gained weight back. I gained weight back soon very as they, quickly. As soon as they took you off the the, uh, the allergic medicines. Yes, and then I was gaining weight back tremendously fast because <laughs> I had no metabolism now, and I was oh. eating again. So you weren't burning anything up. So yep. you're, you're storing it. The body wanted to restore you yes. back to a homeostasis. All right, so now you're in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And and, and what, the draw to Hawaii to go with the church, what was the draw for that? What, why did you want to go there? Well, I wanted to pursue, I guess, ministry. You did. And so I was going to uh, YWAM. Sure. Yes. And when I was there, I, there was a bunch of things that I really didn't agree with. And so I decided to leave YWAM. And the night before I was going to leave Hawaii, I went to Word of Life. The pastor offered to intern there. Okay. So I got free housing for interning there. Cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, so after I interned there, I uh, found a family, worked for them, nannied a little bit, gained some money, babysitting, nannying. How, how long were you there? Um, helping with the family in, in Hawaii doing all that. Yep. A little less than a year. Okay. So yeah. what, what was, what was the most important thing you learned there? The important thing? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think I found a lot of myself. Um, ah. yeah. And to have, when I was younger, I felt like a majority of everything that was me was just me being sick and not feeling good. So and that was an pains. identity you 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 kind of have were forced yeah. into. Yes. All right. So now you're feeling better. Yep. You're in Hawaii. Who who is El Ray? You take away your 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 daughter. Mm -hmm. You've got siblings. Mm -hmm. Um who are you without all the titles, without a fitness instructor right now? Who are you at the at the core level? Who, yeah. who are you? I would say I'm an an encourager. Cool. A hype man. You know, I always encourage and hype up my friends and my family. And I think that kind of goes into like the fitness industry too. Sure. You know, um, I always want to make sure people are doing better than last time, being their best selves. So I think that's because I like to think of myself as always doing better than last time. All right, so um, what, all right, that, that's a very good point. So yeah. you're an encourager. Mm -hmm. you, you, you exhort people. Mm -hmm. You want them to be better. And you want to raise the bar on folks too. Yeah. Um, what are you doing now to be your best self? Well, 
I actually decided to start training for an Ironman, um, which my goal is to do it in two years because I have nothing under my belt. You have no, um, you have no base. No base at all. You need to get a cardio base. Yes. I need to get this repertoire of things before I'm even able to do an Ironman. All right, so do, which which Ironman are you going to do? I have no Did idea you, you yet. You didn't pick it yet. I don't know. Yes. So you don't, don't know, know the distance or whatever right now. So the distance you can go back for to Hawaii. the yeah yeah that would be great. The I big mean, one. That would be. I'd have to probably complete two before I do that one. Uh, it's hard to get into that one. We were, we were just out west uh, doing the four by four by forty eight with David Goggins. Yes. Are you familiar with Goggins? Yes. And 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 he's a badass. And and the the gals out there, the guys out there, they love life. They love people, and they they love to be fit, and they're going for it. So mm -hmm. it sounds like you're in in that in that area right now. Yeah. So you want challenges. Yep. You want you want to have something to shoot for. Do you, do you have a trainer right now? You have guys or girls? I do. Who um, who do you I, like? So right now I just hired a trainer through Lifetime. His sure. name's Mike. Um, he lives in Kansas, I believe. Sure. Don't quote me on that. He's in Kansas. Huh? <laughs> I believe. You, you yes. think? <laughs> yeah. You just heard he ha he has a reputation for endurance type of yeah. athletic training. So he was actually here at the Southdale location in Minnesota um, filming. Okay. And um, one of the other trainers, David, introduced me to him and well to the whole team. But there was something about Mike that I was more drawn to into asking like what what does he do? What is his background? And he's actually has experience training with people like Olympian people. Sure. And from his coaches that have trained Olympians. Okay. So uh, that obviously caught my attention. And I was like, well, I want to get so you, trained. So you, you, you want to be playing at those levels? <laughs> um, Just so I would definitely like to race them and not just attend um, Ironman. Not Pants. just get through it. Not just get through it. You want to be a, you want to be a competitor. I want to be a competitor. You want to compete at, at, at a higher level. Yes. Has this always been in you? I believe so. Well, well, so you were, you were a kid. When you were a kid, mm -hmm. you were sick. Yep. You having all this. Did you know there was something more at the time? 100%. You I always kinda knew, knew I it had... inside of you? Yes. See, even when you were sick and melting down to 80 pounds, mm -hmm. you said there's got to be something different. Yep. I always knew I had an athlete's heart to work more, to strive farther. Yeah. Is that, is that in the family too? I would say so. A lot of us are entrepreneurs. You are? Yeah. How about mom and dad? Who influenced you the most? Yeah, um, I would say I'm, most of my life have been closest with my mom. Okay. Um, and then by the time I was 19, became more, becoming more and more close with my dad. A daddy's girl then. Um, and then I, that's, that's kind of normal. Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm a, a more mom's daughter though. Still. Yeah, still. All right. So going back, uh, what is your greatest childhood memory? Mm -hmm. You know, absent of the allergic medicines what do you remember most yeah so i remember we used to live in this trailer that was on a lot of land okay. and i we at the time had 12 chickens and we had like four dogs um my grandparents were living with us my uncle was living with us like a, like a farm yeah and it was i remember one of my greatest memories is waking up getting my shoes on my dogs getting excited going up to this tree swing we had and I remember swinging on that tree and looking up and remembering, I'm going to always remember this and miss this. Uh, and I you remember knew, you, you knew that. it then. So you, you're pretty self-aware. How, yeah. how old were you when you just said that to yourself? I mean, I must have been, oh my gosh, 
You were a kid. Eight, and you, yeah, eight, and you, ten, you, maybe. And you knew it. Yeah. That's very aware that you knew that was going to be one of your best memories. Yeah. Wow. All right, so today, you're, you're doing all these things. You're an instructor. You're, you're a fitness model. You're, you, have, you have aspirations to a, do an a ultra, ultra co competition. What's most important to you out of all these things coming mm -hmm. at you? What is the most important thing? Um, I would say one is my faith. Okay. Um, two, family, 100%. Faith and family. Yeah. What ha what has to happen in order for you to have your faith? Um, staying consistent and giving up things. So, for example, giving up my mornings on Sunday to attend church. I find that's sacrificial every sure. week and that's discipline. And I think discipline grants reward. Uh, I don't think, don't quote me on, I don't think you have to do something to reward something at all. Uh, no. You know, God gives us love unconditionally no matter what. But Correct. but for me, on how my brain works, I I think that's honoring God and I feel best doing so that. You, yeah, so you need you need to do that. Yes. That that is your your how and why. Yes. So faith is very important and you mm -hmm. need to be disciplined in order to how about how about in, in today's society, how about your friends? Are they all into what you're into? Um, some. Some are? Yep. Um, one of my best friends, I have three best friends that I've been friends with so so long. Um, their names are Ashley, Zach, and JJ. Okay. They are 100% one of my cl closest friends, especially JJ. We've been through a lot together, and they know everything about me. I, I would say I would know most of everything about them, too. Where are they at now? They're all in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So yeah. you miss them? I definitely miss them. It's not – I don't make friends. I make friends, but I the people I stay close with, very, very small. You get a small small circle. Yes. It's it's by invite only. Yeah, yeah. All right, so so, so how, how, how often do you stay in touch? Um, not very often. I would say we have a few random texts and then we'll try to set up almost a meeting like uh, phone call because, you know, everybody's really busy. Yeah. All right. So what's your big, what's your, the big, is your big goal the event coming in two years? Is that your biggest goal? Yep. So that's one of them. I definitely realized that I do have an entrepreneurship heart. And so I definitely am business-wise wanting to go farther and larger. Not exactly sure how that's looking right now. What business would you go? Um, I, you definitely wanna, I definitely want to I definitely want to invest into properties. I mean, that's something my parents do together, and that's something I want to strive for. So you want to do real estate? Yes. Interesting. So you got fitness and real estate. Well, and, and you mentioned your family. What has to happen in order for you to be valuing your family? Mm -hmm. What do you have to do? I would say my mom really ingrained the value of family since I was younger. Okay. So that's almost a non-negotiable in my life. <laughs> it's just kind of who I am, what I do. Um, but I would say always knowing that your family is going to be there no matter what. Friends are great and they're amazing and you should have a large circle and you should be friendly with everybody. You should help people out. But that family tie and that blood relation is just something deeper for me. Wow. So your, your, your folks raised you right. Uh, and I how about, how about so. your siblings? They all have the same mindset. How, how many siblings? Yep. I have two brothers. Okay. 19, 17, 
and then separate. So that's from my mom and dad. And then from my um, biological dad, that's no longer in my life or hasn't really been in my life. Um, I have a sister from him. And and are you the eldest then? I am the oldest. Yeah. All right. So they come, do they come to you for advice? Definitely my sister. Yeah. Uh, Brothers, my youngest Rowan, that's 17 does. He does. Yes. So, so give me an example. What, what, What does he come to you for? He comes to me asking about girls and, or if he's dealing with something or how to do something with mom and dad, he'll call me a lot. Or if how he's to, doing how to great, finesse the situation. Yeah, exactly. Or if he's, honestly, we have a lot of great conversations, um, even about things he's trying to do. Like, I'm trying to do this and I'm going to do this or I'm going to sell this. I'm going to make this art and sell it for this price. I'm going to remodel this car. Yeah, he's um, oh yeah. He's definitely art, art inclined. So uh, is, is he family and faith oriented then? Kind of like you? Yeah. I would say we all is, are. You all are. Yeah. So even, this, this comes from, from the top down mom and dad. Yeah. But you know, it's crazy. Even my sister, she did not grow up with any of us. I didn't even find out about from, her. From your biological dad? Yes. Okay. So she um, didn't grow up with you. No. And she's still. She's still very faith oriented, and her mom and her mom's more Buddhist, and she has the same exact faith. She's even more so than me. Wow, which is um, crazy. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, so you're going, you're going through this life. You're 23. You overcome a lot of health issues for a long time. Quite frankly, 15 years almost. Yeah. You know, since since childhood to 15, what. What sticks out? What is a great, I call it the catch it moment. What what Mm -hmm. is the greatest thing you caught? You know, like when you were a kid, you might've been nine or 10. You said, I got to cherish this memory because it doesn't get better than this. Yeah. What what have you caught that really, really helped you? That really inspired you to keep going further? I don't know if this is the right answer. The first thing that does come to my mind is achievements that I can achieve anything I put my mind to and confidence in that, in the sense of I was dealing with weight fluctuations from my metabolism being nothing to gaining weight really quickly to working out and fixing my metabolism to where, and that's why I always encourage people, you know, no matter where you are, you can always work towards what you want. Right. Absolutely. And so I literally reversed how my metabolism was through the help of a functional medicine doctor too. A holistic Mm -hmm. gentleman that helped you. Yeah. They definitely helped me. So when you when you're going through all this, was was it hard to be in school at the time? Did 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 you get dissed at all? Did did people look down or, or unfriendly towards you? Definitely. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me about that. That that, that had to be because so, that's that's a very tough yeah. age. So this is well, this is talking about. I was only in school in elementary, and by the time I was, well, so in, they went homeschool. Yeah, by the time I was in middle school, I was homeschooled, and then. Barely was in high school because I graduated at 16. So I graduated two years early. Um, I tried college for a year. Um, didn't work out. What, what, what school did you go to? I went to a smaller school. Um, it was called Highlands. Okay. In Alabama. Now, now, you weren't an athlete until after you were healed. Yes, 100%. And you know what's crazy is that I, I mean, I still deal with stomach issues. It's never stopped. Yeah. So it's not fully cured. No. But you've learned a lot how to handle it and yes. cope with it and have tools to deal with it. Exactly. All right. So, so going back to school, you're mm-hmm. homeschooled, 
But even then, was, was, did you go to social events? I did. With, and, and, and was it hard because because you're going through all this? Yeah. People, people so, look at you differently. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, luckily I was involved into the church when I was, you know, in the prime state of being very sick to where it was hard for me to walk. And it was wow. hard for me to obviously hang out with friends because it was terrifying. Like, oh my God, like if I eat this, then I know what my stomach is going to do. You can have a reaction to it. Yep. And I always did. Oh. Yeah. Do you, and do you still have, you, you mentioned you still have symptoms of that yeah. or, or experiences that. How do you get around it? How do you deal with it now? Yeah. So either one, I worked through it. For example, yesterday I had to complete a six mile run. And my stomach was excruciatingly hurting because I ate breakfast before okay. and it just really depends. Sometimes I'll eat breakfast. I'll have a great workout, a great day at work. Other times I'll eat and then I'll get extremely sick and have a hard time completing anything in my day. Do you do any digestive enzymes? I do. Does it help? Um, I believe it does help. I've been doing it for so long. I think if I stop doing them, it may get worse, but you might get backed up. Exactly. Wow. This, this is heavy duty. So you have to deal with that on your endurance runs Yeah. and, and the pain going through that. Oh, I, right, so, so stepping stones, how do you go from fitness instructor? Now you, your, your dream is to go into real estate at some point. Mm -hmm. What has to happen to get you to real estate? Well, I guess that's the journey that I need to figure out. I guess first we get my real estate license. Once I do that. Um, Are you thinking about that now? I am. Yeah, I was just looking up things today. And would you do uh, uh, commercial real estate or private? Um, So I would want to do, it would mainly just be, I would be mainly getting my income from what I'm doing now. Sure. And then that would be more of a side gig. So, for example, I have six hours between both my classes because most classes are done in the very early mornings into the late evenings. So I have this whole day and there's so much in me that I just want to give more. I just want to do more. And that's a thought of, you know, I can show places even if I don't make money for a year or two into it. That's fine. But the main goal is for me to look at more properties that I can invest into to eventually get tenants um, that will rent from to have a more passive income. I would like to not be working by the time I'm 30. So seven, that's, seven years. That you're, that's very ambitious. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Do, do you have any mentors in the business world right now? So my mom and dad are great. Okay. So um, you turn to them. Yep. And one of the clients I've been training at Lifetime okay. um, just found out this morning that he actually has a is doing exactly what I want. And I asked him, I was like, can you mentor me and I'll train you? And he's like, don't worry about the training. I'll mentor you, get your real estate license, read rich dad, poor dad, and then start getting on the field. That is awesome. And I was like, oh. so the student is ready. The teacher appears. You're ready to go. Yeah. So it's funny it, how things get lined up for you sometimes. The, you know, it has, to, it's, 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 it's destiny. So, so you, you, you weathered the storms, you've been tested in the fire, mm. you understand? Yes. And you're still being tested, but you're still progressing. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like you're pretty driven. I would say so. Yes. So, so when you, when you're done here, you're done with your, your session here at work, what do you do then? 
So you, I train. And so you, after, you train yourself personally, yep. you just did 90 minutes on the bike. I did. Yep. And did you do it hard? Or was it, is it? So I was in like zone one, zone two. So it was a pretty easy ride. So you're burning some fat. Yep. Okay. And then after, and then I also have an hour swim to do, finish today. Yeah. So you have to go back and finish. Yes. So you get in the pool for one hour. Uh, it should only take me an hour. Yeah. Well, are you a good swimmer? So I wasn't, <laughs> um, I, that's pretty cool. It took me, this is only my official third week in the pool. And every time I get in, I progressively get better, but it's like anything, you, you know, you gotta, once you learn that skill, you get it though. Once sure. you learn how to run, you kind of get it down. Once I got to that certain speed and ultra fit for my sprints, I don't lose it. What kind of, what kind of pace are you running? A mile pace? What do mile we, pace? Yeah. Um, something, probably a 730 I can run. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. My heart really rate's good. not um, conditioned enough right now. So I do get into that high heart rate zone. I can stay there and I can push through it, but I should, to train my heart rate to be lower while running more intense, yes. I need to be at a zone one, zone two. So not getting past probably a 10, 10 minute mile. And then have walking breaks in between to keep the heart rate down. So that's going to train me to be able to run at that 730 pace with my heart rate still down lower. Gotcha. Yeah. So so what, what is the best advice you give clients when you're training them? Male and female. What's the best mm, advice you can give? I mean. And everyone, my, every, everyone's situation is a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, consistency. So, okay. Consistency makes champions. 100%. So you, you want them to make sure that they, they are engaged and own up to their own goals. Yep. No excuses. Be accountable. Yeah. I mean, to me, if I were to go into real estate, I, I realize how busy it can be, how busy I can potentially be. Sure. And I'm willing to do that plus my, before it becomes something that's more full time, I got to stick with my training. Correct. And I'd be okay so that's, waking that's up. So that's option number one. That's yeah. your best option. I'd be okay waking up at 3, 4 a.m. to get my training in. So I used to do that. Yeah. I used to, I used to ask myself a question. Here's, here's what got me out of it. Mm -hmm. I said, do you sincerely want to be blank? It could be fit, in shape, wealthy, whatever it was. That was the question I asked in order to get myself out of bed. And I used to get up at 3.30 every morning. And I put in my 10-mile runs by 4 o'clock. I'd be running through all the uh, the railroad lines down by uh, the racket clubs. And and it was I'd, I'd be running in the rain some days, pouring yeah. rain. And no one else would be out. But I, I went and did it. So I, I'm really glad to hear this. Yeah. It's not it's not easy. No, do, no. Do, 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 do you plan your life? Do you have a way to plan everything? Do you have a, a life hack of some sort? I think it's good to always have a goal in front of you, but also be open to other things that can come about that goal. Okay. So I never would think I'd be in Minnesota ever. Yeah. From Hawaii to it, Minneapolis it, during the coldest winter. Yeah. So, I mean, but you know what? I do believe things happen for a purpose and a reason. Sure. And there's a lot of opportunities that are, keep presenting themselves here that I probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere else. And but point. I think the biggest thing with the consistency too is that consistency goes into discipline and people always talk about, my clients always say, where do you find the motivation? I'm like, I motivation's overrated because discipline 
is what's going to get you momentum. That, you sound like David Goggins right there. <laughs> yeah, Goggins says motivation doesn't mean crap. Uh, yeah, it's true. You, you have to live it, breathe it, own it, and go do it. Exactly. And because through that discipline, you gain confidence, right? Sure. And if you're confident, then you're going to keep waking up in the morning. Oh, I did four miles and I really didn't want to, but I did it. I could do two tomorrow, no problem. Maybe let's try six. Let's try eight. And once you do that, that momentum then becomes motivation. And once that motivation drops off again, then you use that discipline to rev it back up. I mean, that's exactly for through my personal life has happened to me. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, did you, are you intimidated by anything? You sound like a very strong young lady, powerful. Thank you. I call you a badass in a, in a, in most endearing terms. Anything intimidates you? I so would say go ahead. failure. Yeah, ah. not being good enough. All right, well, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know, I hear that a yeah. lot, and 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 in particular in young women, quite frankly. So, so failure, not being good enough. Where's it come from? I would say from being a young child. Some of the doubts, insecurities, and fears of being a sickly child. Yeah, and I would say also I had a lot of learning difficulty when I was younger. Um, it was called a disability um but my mom was kind enough to say it was a learning difference instead of a disability i i love yeah. your mom <laughs> that's brilliant she rephrased it she's awesome yeah she helped you a lot yeah she definitely did i can tell yeah she's a smart girl she is um a young mom too she had me at 16 so wow. very wise wise mom she 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 yeah, she, she, she learned early very early. she having babies early yeah all right, so so the failure not being good enough mm -hmm. comes from how do you how do you deal with it now? How do you how do you overcome that? You're 23, yeah. you're you're setting goals, you have to shoot for something, and that, that voice comes in once in a while or a lot? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so to answer that in a long story but short, yeah. when I was in elementary school, okay, it's so ingrained in my brain that I wasn't learning the same way as other people. And so I got deaf. I was in a disability class and that, I mean, tore down my confidence completely. Uh. And, but fast forward through being sick and everything and getting my body healthy, gained that confidence back of like, okay, so maybe I'm not at the time I thought I'm not smart, but I'm strong. So I could do anything physically. So that's when I started driving more to doing being an athlete or wanting fitness. to be an athlete, fitness, that that drive, I, I have a lot of grit, right? Sure. Um, and then when I was in school for a little bit, I saw my roommate read this paragraph or read this um, chapter or book, finish the book, and I'd be on page two for two hours. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like- So, so reading didn't oh, come easy to you? No, no, it, it still doesn't, but- but you stay after it. Yeah, 100%. So that's when that was like that catch it moment, I guess, for me. There it is. Is, you know what? I can still do this. I'm just going to have to use pure grit. And other people, it may come easy to them, but they're probably, I mean, I don't know if this is the right thinking, but I was thinking in my head, you know, they may be getting that easy. And for me to work harder to get exactly what they're getting, at least that's making me mentally stronger. It is, and it makes you who you are today. Yeah, and it'll 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 perpetuate a great future as well. 
Now, you used the word grit a couple times. Mm -hmm. So that's in your vernacular. It's your yeah. vocabulary. What does grit mean to you? Um, pushing past limitations. All right. Yeah. So you, you, you have no problem trying to go beyond where you're at. No. Now, now, do you have a lot of girlfriends? Well, you, you have a small circle. Very small circle. Women can be uh, fickle and judgmental a lot of times from from friends that I, I've seen over time. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Um, it's always been hard for me to make girlfriends just because I can be very intense. That's that's why I'm asking. Yes. You know, uh, all women are great. I, I've, 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 I've mentored many and they're brilliant and they're beautiful and they're powerful. Um, but there's things that come up doubts, fears, and insecurities, and they tend to want to project a lot of times. I was wondering if that mm -hmm. happened to you. Definitely. Um, I would go back to when I was a young teenager, one of my close girlfriends would compare her body to mine. And that's when, for the first time I realized like there's differences in bodies. Sure. I absolutely. never saw that until she put me to the mirror next to her, pointed out thing on her body and the thing on my body and saying, this one's better, this one's worse. And I was like, whoa. I was so she was doing that. How, how old were you guys? Oh, so young, like 13, 14. So she was she was cluing into that for oh, some reason. Yeah. Someone clued her into that. Yeah. To clue you into that. Yeah. Wow. And so what did you take away from that? Um, I At the time, it was just realizing, because I never saw that. That was a very, I guess, maybe that's culture a, that's shock another, That's me. another catch it aha moment. Yeah. So that, that, that kind of blew your hair back a little bit. Yeah. Huh. What did you do with it? Um, did it stick with you? A little bit. Because we're talking about yeah. failure and not good enough. Did that plant a seed? Definitely. Wow. So how do you blow away that seed now? I got to remind myself who I am. Okay. In the sense of... The encourager. Yeah. The grit girl. Yeah. The go, go after it, mm -hmm. go beyond yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. And you know, the girlfriends that I have had in my life are just the same way. So, and it's it, just the yeah. same way as how you kind of grew up or meaning, the meaning they were afraid of, afraid of failure, afraid of not being good enough. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? Um, more so in the sense of they're go-getters. Ah, yeah. so, so, so they're achievers. Yeah. So you, you were, would you consider yourself an overachiever now? I would say yes and no. I always feel like I can do more. Right. Ah. I always feel like I can do better. Right. So where's your balance then? That's where I need to consistently. That's where I get from God. Cause I ask, I go to God like last night, for example, I went to God and I was starting to feel like really bad anxiety, almost an anxiety attack to where I feel like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, God, I don't know what this is. Bring me peace. And simply enough, just saying that I just felt, at peace and fine. And I was like, I like, so you, you, you yeah. rest, you rested in, you rested in the aura yeah. of God. Yeah. And so you were, what brought on the anxiety last night? Do you know? I think thinking about my work and how I want to give more, how to make it better. And I keep for the last couple months to let's say growing my classes, for example, sure. it's a hard thing to do sometimes. Absolutely. And so to get people it, involved and come yeah, to you and see yeah. you, especially that level. Yes. So, um, and it, the people that come stay, but it's getting people to get there. That is the hard part. And through trying different things and 
a lot of it's not working as fast or as much as I thought it would. Okay. That sense of failure comes, which is like my deepest fear. All right, you know? so so the voice <laughs> the the voice starts sparking up. Exactly. So that, last night you, yep, you start saying, exactly. "I'm failing at this class. I'm not good enough." Yep. How do you quiet that? And you went to God. I went to God. That's why I say faith first. Wow. And then I went to the people that know me the most, which is my family and my closest real, my closest real friends, which are the people that I mentioned earlier. In, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Did you call them last night? So I did call my family this morning. You did. I did. And who'd you talk to? I talked to my mom and dad. Oh, you did. Yeah. All right. So and, what, what did mom say? Well, it was mostly me talking through it all. Okay. I was saying this is what she, she, she just listened. She's just listening. And as I keep talking, I'm realizing more and more of like, oh, you know what? This makes sense. And since my, obviously my mom and dad have known me my whole life. Sure. They're like listing things of that makes sense because you like to do lists and you like to check them off. I ah. like to accomplish things, right? I love to accomplish You like that things. check mark I love at the end of the day. That. Yep. Do, you keep, do you keep track every day what you're doing? Your daily, um, your daily task list? In my phone, yes. Okay. So- but a lot of it's mental notes too. Okay. So, and and a big checklist is the Iron Man, right? That's going to be a huge check mark. You're, you're going to have to chunk that down. That's what you're. That's exactly. what you're already learning. But then I, it's even more exciting because I get to check more things off the list, and um, but that went into my parents talking about being a property manager for all of their properties. And that excited me in the sense of wow. thinking of everything I can do with that. And then that brought into, well, why do I put things on my name while I'm learning that? I mean, the opportunity and the things that anybody can do are endless. And then it made me think, you know, I want to do so many things. Why not? My parents do. Sure. I mean, but that also can create anxiety too, unless, uh, unless you have a structured plan. Exactly. You understand? Because yes. it can be overwhelming. Because mm -hmm. it sounds like you can put a lot on your plate. You get a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. But then again, you got to do it in order. Yeah. Right, so your, your folks, how many properties do they have? I am not 100% sure right now. I mean, they. I every time I call them, they say they're at a new place, renovating a new. But they um, trust you. Yeah. To run it. Yes. That's a high endorsement. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're looking to their little girl and they, they trust you that you can run that. Do you, have a, do you have a financial background at all? We talk about numbers and, and, and. So that's something I'm learning as I'm in my twenties. Sure. As to of when I was in my teen years, I was horrible with money. As soon as I got money, I spent it. Ah, and one then, of those. Yeah. You're shopper. And then I felt the pressure of bills behind me and I was like, oh man, I got to work harder. And then I came to realization pretty recently that, you know, I don't really want to work paycheck to paycheck and money always goes i don't know where it goes half the time but, but it, it goes. goes somewhere yeah it goes to bills and other things and other things are you are you are your clothes horse do you love clothes you know i do but it's not something that's very important to me all right so the yeah. money isn't going there not really it's going in the trainers it's definitely going <laughs> the to food. Yeah, food healthy food vitamins anything that can make me more healthy um, Where, where's your favorite restaurant for food now? Restaurant? I cook everything mainly at you do home. Every, you do everything? I mainly, yes. I mean, I'll go out once in a while. So you keep everything clean? I'm very clean, yes. Wow, you're inspiring me because <laughs> I do that when I'm in Florida. But when I'm when you're on the road, it's tough. It is really tough. It's hard because you need your own spot. 
Yep. So I make my own probiotics. I'll sprout my own my own seeds and yeah. vegetables. And I love all that. that and green really drinks. Exciting. Yeah, yes. yeah. It keeps you young and healthy and vibrant. It, it, so so it, what would you tell are all your friends like that? Um the, the, the guys in Pittsburgh? No. They're not like no, that. Okay. Not at all. So so th- there's there's a there's an offbeat there. So you your your fitness, are they fitness people? They, I would say, go to the gym uh, three to four times a week, okay. but they're in there 45, 60 minutes as to have like. So they go in and get it done. Yep. And you, you'll you'll go 90 minutes. You go back for another hour. So you're putting in. Did, did, did you read David Goggins book? I haven't. I need to. You, you, heard you, so much you know about what? Him. You, you better because because a lot of it you're already living. Yeah. And it, it'll be a great confirmation for you. Although he's very, very extreme. And, and I used to do very, very extreme things, but I've learned to find balance now. Yeah. I used to think balance was not a good word. That was for uh, less than. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, it's more than. Yeah. You got to find that balance. You got to recover. You got to, you know, I, I, I train some days 13 hours a day, mm-hmm. you know, running long distances in the morning, training weights, skating all the lakes in the afternoon, putting a lot of physical fitness time in. So, very interesting. So you're willing to get up at three thirty and go hit it now, for your 100%. career, for your life. What advice would you give mm, some seniors coming out of college, especially females? What would you tell them? I would say learn about investments and money because most, I mean, say it how it is, a lot of women aren't good with money. Mm. Um, I think to be one hundred percent confident in taking care of yourself, be one hundred percent financially stable in yourself. Really? Yes. That's very mature advice. hundred percent financially stable. Yeah. I I used to handle stuff on wall street for many years and I found as women, women were great managers of money. Mm -hmm. Guys were great at making money. And so between men and women, if you can get along and do it, they can make great, great couples. Yeah. So, so I found as they matured into it, they were able to manage the household, the budgets, and even the investments going yeah. forward. But at younger ages, that money goes quick, as you well know. Yeah. So I oh. say that in the sense of most girls that I know that are going out of college my age, I mean, online, there's so many things you could buy, right? Yes. And so that's why I say a lot of girls aren't good. I mean, a lot of guys aren't good either. But I think it's especially that young, that age specifically is like you have all the credit cards in your name that you can go and buy. Sure. You have all the income that you can purchase things, but then you're living paycheck to paycheck and then can get reliant or stuck in situations you don't want to be in. Wow. You're correct. Are you, are you ever misunderstood? We're all misunderstood, but do you find yourself being misunderstood at this age right now? with all the things that you're accomplishing and going for? Yes, I felt like my age has always been something people have looked down on. That has always pushed me, like, put my nose up a little bit and be like, ah, oh, you see. All right, so what, do you, do, what are you most proud of then? Over the, over the so many years, what are you most proud of? Yeah, um, well, I guess it goes into that, well, one, it goes into the insecurity of the failure. I can always do better. Okay. But something I'm most proud of is finding my own way to faith and not in the sense of I actually 
was in a phase where I drove away from faith, very hardcore to where I didn't consider me as a Christian. And well, tell I me why. Tell yeah. me what. Tell me what happened there. I went to a um, a Christian school. Okay. Um, around eighteen nineteen. It turned you off. Yeah, it did. Um, there was a bunch of rumors that were spread about me that I was getting recommended for to where I was. I was very shocked. I was like, this, they're not true at all. I don't understand why you don't believe me. And so stories, fake stories, fake news oh, yeah. was spread about you. Very, yeah. How old were you at the time? 18, 19. All right. So at a, at a, a crucial age, yeah, formative age, young adult. Yeah. All right. So how'd you get past it? So I got past it in the sense of the hard way being in a very, very toxic, toxic relationship and um, getting stuck into it and then being like, oh my God, I need to get out of here. And to get out of it, I pursued, I looked to God. I was like, God, what do I do? And you know what? He made a way. He made a way. What was the way? Me. Tell me the way. Uh, moved to California. He, he got you out of town. He got me out of town. Yeah. There's, there's a bad dude. Yes. It wasn't good for you. No. Yeah. Was it was it abusive? It was. Yeah. Uh, see, that's her. Now, there's scars that come with that. Mm -hmm. How have you dealt with that? So I think you, I'm dealing with it still in a sense. But at the same time, like I said, pursuing God, he gives you such a wider, broader picture. Right. And so I think I've been healed a lot faster than most women in that situation. Because you turned to God. I did. And, wow. you know, I've a lot of those wounds and scars have 100 percent gotten healed. But I'm also very aware of everything and where my body is, where my mind is spiritually, mentally, physically. So I know there are still things that I need to heal. But I, you know, I really give thanks to God that he. All right. So so you turned away from the church and God for a while yeah. when, when the rumors were being spread. Yes. But then you turned back to God. Yeah. <laughs> All so, so, so what so, did you recognize there? You yeah. recognized something. So, yeah. So when everybody was spreading those things about me, I was very hurt in the sense I didn't have a very good mindset on faith at the time either. Okay. I believed when I was younger, if something bad happened to me, I deserved it because I wasn't being okay. everything doing everything perfectly, yeah. which is very wrong in thinking. Um, it's too ritualistic. It is. Too rigid. It is. Too religiosity. Exactly. And so I you, had, never, you had to go beyond that. Yeah. I would never want anybody to think of faith like that at all because that is not how it is, um, at least in my experience. <laughs> sure. um, so long story short, once I those people were spreading those things about me and I remember – I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm going to still work hard in the church. I'm you going blew to past it. I, yeah, I didn't care what they were doing. I was like, you know what? I'm above. They can say what they want. It doesn't matter. I'm going to keep pursuing to be, I wanted to at the time be a missionary and go to That's third amazing. world countries and pretty much you're committing your entire life for little, little income to provide these people with resources to help them survive. And so I was 100% ready to do it. And then it was when the leaders of the church and school decided to believe those rumors instead of coming to me and hearing 
if it's true yes. they just made me sign a contract saying that i wouldn't do it again and I, I was so confused i was like i'm not doing this you didn't do it but you had to sign off on it i did so you had to capitulate <laughs> yeah because of the outside world yes and so i got the wrong mindset at the time to where well i've done everything perfectly i know i have and if this is what is given to me then screw it i'm done so i completely disconnected from god didn't consider myself a christian and because i didn't have that discernment or sometimes you get around wrong people and you get a bad feeling yes. i th i think that's really god telling you like hey get out of that situation didn't have that anymore and so I got around the wrong people, got into the wrong situations. So it was like one wrong after situation after the other one, got into a toxic relationship, didn't see it coming because he was very charming at first, right? Shoot. And then it spiraled down pretty quickly after that. Was he older? Yeah. yeah okay. He was seven years older. Yeah. 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 I, 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 could, <laughs> I already know. Thanks. Yeah. Right, so so that yeah and so so that you you went the other way uh -huh. and then when it was so hard you gave it up you threw your hands up and you yep. went back yep because you had nowhere else to go yeah so after I decided it was almost like seeing like what what life was that like without Christ and that's when I realized well I don't know who I am without Christ because I find I know who I am in Christ because that's the person I was made to be, right? Sure. I mean, God, I believe, drives me to that God-given, driven purpose. And I find that more and more as I pursue him more and more. And that pure grit, I don't have that God-given, driven purpose. Uh-huh. Right, so your God-given, driven purpose right now is what? I believe you see that step through step by faith. So- Little by little? Little by little. Precept you get upon to precept? It. Yep. And I think- Things can also change as you get into different situations, as you get into meeting different people um, along the way, things can shift. Sure. So let's say I make a wrong decision. It wasn't the best and I've fallen off the path. But, you know, God really is great to make a new one into the driven of like, OK, this is still your purpose. You're still going to go this way, but it's just going to look a little differently. Yeah. And you got to be aware to, to, to see that path. 100%. So you, you've always had good self-awareness, even through the sickness and all the things you've been through. I, I, if, you, if I had to put you in a rocking chair, you're on a, you're on a beach in Hawaii, you're retired, you're, you're an old woman at the time, but you're in great shape, mm -hmm. you can still run triathlons. And you look back, how do you want to be remembered? I guess somebody that, I definitely want to be someone that people look to that has helped people, right? Because I would hope by that age, I have enough money to own some kind of nonprofit to help someone. Well, that, that's, that was my next question. Yeah. Because because you were going to be a missionary at 18. Now you can be a real estate magnet. And can you combine the two? I think you can combine everything. I, I think you can. So yeah. you, you, can, you can do all this and help a lot of people create your own, your own uh, uh, mission. Yeah. Your own purpose. This is, this is phenomenal. But I, I, I definitely want to have you back. I yeah. want to I want to track your progress. You, does that make sense? Yeah. I want you to be a contributor with us. How about that? Yeah. Because you're 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 very well spoken. You're young and vibrant and powerful, and I think the world needs lead. Well, I don't think I know. They need leaders, men, women, and young adults. They need leadership, and I, I definitely see that, uh, El Rey. So it's 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 been phenomenal. I want to thank you. Until next time. 
Have fun doing what you do and appreciate those around you. And always be with love, joy, and peace. See you soon. Catch it on Cadre.